Listening to Beer Here, a weekly podcast on WFMU.org. And also the blog at beerhere.blogspot.com. For this week's episode of Beer Here, we drop by Barcade in Brooklyn for an event featuring the beers of the Pretty Things Beer and Ale Project from Massachusetts. We chatted with brewers and owners Dan and Martha Piquette about their views of gypsy brewing, the internet, and also some of the beers that were on tap that evening which were delicious. So we're here at Barcade, BR&I, with uh, Pretty Things Brewing. We've got the two brewers and their PR man here. Oh, he's, he's, he's one quarter. That's the way we refer to them. There's only four of us. <laughs> okay. So one, one quarter of the company. So, so it's uh, Dan? Dan. And Martha. And Jim, or also known as uh, Baki. And Anya's in Boston. Anya's not here, unfortunately. She's the other quarter. Pretty Things is a very interesting brewery. You guys are based in Massachusetts. Mm. Yeah, we are, in fact. <laughs> but you're one of, one of the few breweries I'm aware of that doesn't have a permanent home. It's a shame. <laughs> But the ones I do know of are pretty exceptional breweries. For example, uh, in Denmark, McKellar. Right. So that's good company to keep. Yeah, we we like to we like to keep that company actually. <laughs> Can you think of many other breweries that are in a situation where they're they're brewing their beers in other people's breweries? Yeah, I mean uh, Brian Strumpke from Stillwater it, it comes to mind, um, and then a whole load of people that are contract brewing, which we try not to. Uh, be part of that crowd, and it's, sometimes it's hard to, to to draw the line in between people who make their beer in somebody else's brewery, or and people who pay other people to make their beer in somebody else's brewery. Now, Dan, I know you've had extensive uh, experience in the brewing world, and you've worked for breweries. You've worked, uh, you've studied, apprenticed in, in uh, England. Yeah, well, um, by the time I hit England, I was I was just production brewing, um, so. Um, yeah, pr- apprentice. I learned a lot in England, but I made a hell of a lot of beer there on my own. <laughs> that's for sure. And how do you find it to have a brewery or a brewing company that's working in, in uh, different locations? Well, we've kind of... It's hard to do different locations. We've kind of learned that we have to... For our company, for Pretty Things Beer and Ale Project, we've ended up with one place that we make all of our beer. And I think at the end of the day, if you want to brew the, every drop, and I'm not saying show up on brew day and add the hops and take photographs of yourself to, for Twitter. Um, I'm not saying that anyone does that. But um, but that could be an option. I, I imagine that could be an option. But um, if you're going to brew every drop of beer, you got to know the brewing system. So I can't, I can't roll into a city and tell the brewer to go home and let me use the equipment because they know I won't be able to do it because every brewery is different. And I've brewed at probably 10, 11, 12 breweries in my lifetime constantly, and I couldn't do it just walking in blindly. So having one brewery is, is, is important for us, and having the brewery that's the right size and the right relationship is really good. Is it 
a goal for you guys to have uh, your own brewery that you own someday? Oh, really. I think it's the goal of every human being on this planet to have their own brewery, whether they drink beer or not. Like, I want my own brewery. I want my own amusement park. Water Park would be good to write about now, too. So you're changing your name to Michael Jackson? Is that it? The, yeah, I want to, I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm the brewing Michael Jackson. I want a chimpanzee. There already is. There already was a brewing Michael Jackson, so you're too late on that. He didn't brew, though. That's true. What is your latest release that you have, your latest beer we have here at Barcade? Um, the latest release that's here at Barcade is American Darling, which is our lager. Uh, we call it a summer lager um, just because we come out with it in summer, but it's a 7%. All uh, Weirman Malt from Bamberg, Germany. All Hauertau region hops. Three yeast strains. Seven week lager. So it's like a real deal. We call it American Darling because it's, we think that's what um, lagers should be. Why wouldn't we make amazing lagers like that in America? Time when they were making lagers like that before the prohibition, before the war. They, they, these were German brewers taking what they had, you know, German immigrants that were brewing, that had, they were taking what they had been back home, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. back home, yeah. The two of you brew together, is that right? That's right. I and, do all the hard work, and Dan does the, the fancy stuff. We, did you uh, find each other through brewing? We found each other through beer, not through brewing. I went to a Nearax, which is a, a British beer festival that's held every year in Somerville, Mass. And um, Dan was there, and the rest is history. <laughs> yeah. But uh, Dan, you're obviously you've got a lot of training in brewing, um, and you? I have no training in brewing. Dan just tells me what to do, and I do it. Martha, we we joke. We always say Martha does all the heavy lifting, and I, you know, but she actually does. If if you look at our average, if our average brew now, there's eight over eight thousand pounds of grain that goes in it. And Martha does most of that lifting. I don't do any of it. I do zero. Um, I'm stuck up in the brew house. It's not like I'm lazy or anything. I'm up in the brew house and Martha <laughs> and Martha needs to do it because we're there at like 3 o'clock in the morning and nobody else can help us. We know how it works. The ladies do the tough work. and Yeah, yeah. So does Pretty Things have a brewing philosophy yeah um we we stick to the old formula make beers you want to drink so yeah and have fun doing it and, and have fun drinking it so we're not necessarily concerned a lot of the younger brewers want to be cool on the internet the internet's a great place but you can't drink the internet i just want to re you know remind people of that like the internet doesn't taste very good so we are all about you know making beers um and we're a bit old-timey we're a bit uh dorky in a lot of ways i like hops that nobody else likes like rambling cross and challenger and streets of small and hops that you know aren't cool these days and i you know i i yearn for the 50s i yearn for the you know when when beer when european beer was still relevant to you know people who drank it as the local beverage not people who read about it on the internet and this sort of thing so that's what we're all about we're a bit dorky so you have any upcoming events We've got an event at Stag's Head, July 27th. We'll have a lot of fun beers up. Oh, yeah, and we're going to be at Oma Gang at BCTC. Belgium comes to Cooperstown, and pretty things will be coming to Cooperstown as well. And that's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to bring...
some beers out there. So uh, we're we're so looking forward to it. Martha, Dan, yes, Jim, Jim, yeah. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you. Cheers. Cheers, Thank you. guys. <laughs> All right. Cheers. Yeah, let's Cheers. get some AC. There we go. Beer Here is a weekly podcast on WFMU.org. Thanks for tuning in this week. And don't forget to check out the blog, beerhere.blogspot.com, which is often updated more frequently than once a week.